It's September 12th, 2020. This is episode 21 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. All right, in this episode, I am going to throw to cast our minds back to episode 12 from September 3rd, when I talked all about technology, updating hardware and software, um, and the idea that if you do not keep your hardware and software up to date, um, as long as it's something that you kind of depend on every day, that you risk um, just continuing to fall further and further behind. And I use the example of our IT infrastructure at work um, to kind of represent what can happen when you don't update on a regular basis. You can fall very far behind. And um, so I specifically wanted to follow up on that because um, my employer's IT infrastructure is getting a whole lot better. And um, I've kind of been pushing this for this all, well, for a long time, for at least a couple of years now, but really, really hard this summer. And um, the fact that we have been, that every single employee of NSERC has not really worked inside the building, uh, with tiny exceptions, um, since March is really a big push for that. And um, I just really kind of wanted to talk about what happened and give some kudos to our IT team for really, um, really advancing and being willing to, to accept, you know, um, not only advice, but like to, to be willing to let me personally be kind of the guinea pig for this because um, at least outside of the IT department, because I think it's really important. And um, I think being able to give feedback in that way is super useful. And so the fact that they were willing to, to kind of open themselves up to, to a little bit of testing and outside um, engagement, I hope that I'm able, that I was able to show them that it's not that scary to update things and hopefully give them the confidence to be able to say, Hey, this worked totally fine when we did it with someone outside and um, we need to just do this as quickly as possible. So um, for context, all summer um, and like since the spring, I have been hoping, suggesting that we need to get our virtual environment, which we use um, Citrix for, um, to enable people to work from home. We have been using Windows 7, which has um, a version of Microsoft Office from 2010, which I'll remind you is 10 years ago. And um, we have been using um, Exchange email, which is hosted at NSERC since I began at 20, in 2013. Um, so it's kind of, it's a clunky email system. It's all having to go and fetch email from the actual building itself. Um, it's really not ideal. Um, I mean, it did work and it worked really well for um, accessing email in the building, but anything outside of that, um, it was kind of clunky and didn't always work that well. And especially if you wanted to look up older messages, it was just a huge pain because um, it wasn't accessing those all the time. It definitely wouldn't keep those on the client unless, um, unless except under some very interesting different circumstances. And there's also a one gigabyte cap on individual email accounts because that's how um, private servers work. And so, yeah, so leading up to this, I had been pushing and pushing and pushing trying to get a sense of when we would be able to um, kind of update our infrastructure on this. And um, this, so mid-July, I got word that they were going to let me kind of beta test, because not everybody is getting this, um, a version of our Citrix environment that is on Windows 10, which is very exciting. Um, that's what I've been using 
at, with my with my laptop, my work laptop for um, since last spring, like spring of 2019. And um, so they said yes, and they ended up giving it to me. And my first reaction was, that's great. What took you so long? And upon opening it, um, what was the problem here? Like everything seems to work really well. The only real issue that I had, I had one one little kind of settings issue. And um, the biggest other issue was the fact that our really old email system doesn't work all that great. It's kind of flaky and doesn't um, doesn't keep up to date as well as I feel like it really should with our old uh, with our old email and brand new um, 2016 <laughs> brand new Outlook. Um, and so my biggest thought, my biggest feedback to them after testing this out for a little while was. Um, I know we're moving our email to Microsoft 365 and like Azure putting our email in the cloud instead of being at the office on private email servers. And holy moly, uh, was I right? Because on Thursday, I just kind of reached out to the same person that had um, that I'd been communicating with earlier. And I said, listen, um, we need to test this. We need to figure out um, we can't we can't do a virtual competition with our clunky old email and our clunky old Windows 7. It's not going to work. And we have a competition planned where we're having a bunch of virtual members calling in uh, in February, and we need our infrastructure to be modern by then if we're all going to be working from home, which we have decided that we are. And so on Thursday, I asked, uh, basically said, listen, I would love to be able to test this out. Let me know if that's something you're doing, and gave a couple of other little tidbits and suggestions. And so that was Thursday afternoon. And I just kind of threw it out there. I was like, ah, I'll give it a try. I'll see what happens. And maybe we can have a conversation about it. And then Friday morning, out of nowhere, I get a message saying, hi, I've been asked to migrate your email. And so it's going to take a few hours. But um, once it's done, should just update automatically. You should have to restart uh, Outlook and then you're good to go. And I thought, okay, that's great. I I assume what you're going to do is take my like take a snapshot of my email, import it all in. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of check to make sure you didn't get emails while the snapshot was being taken and everything was being transferred. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that process is, but yeah, I'll, I'll just not send any important emails for the morning, and then uh, everything will be great. And so they did that yesterday. That was Friday. Um, they moved all my email over. Now, now that everything is in place, as of like you know, early like kind of midday um, yesterday, everything is amazing. Um, the flakiness that I had been experiencing with Citrix um, and Outlook is gone completely. There's no connection issues. Every change I make is completely um, instant uh, with the exception of moving massive amounts of email. So the big thing here, the, the, the massive increase in productivity that I'm going to get out of this um, which I hope everyone else will, but I don't know. I don't know how other people use their email exactly. Um, but we had different email backup systems that different people were using. It was really inconsistent before. And basically what I was doing was using an Outlook data file. So like an auto archive of all my old emails. And I was just kind of um, moving the date of where it starts archiving further and further forward in time um, to stay under one gigabyte of email in my main drive. Um, and so that was that was really clunky and annoying to do because you had it meant that once you've got back back past that date where you had the archive, you had to go switch over to this other data file, uh, like another substructure of it, of um, Outlook. 
And if I renamed folders and stuff, it was really inconsistent about moving that as to be expected because um, it's like there's all kinds of weird conflicts and stuff. So it was far from ideal. Um, now, once as soon as that happened, I was basically like, okay, now I started thinking about the possibilities. Like, what can I do with this? Like, what are the powers that I now have that I didn't before? First thing I was like, I can unarchive all my email because Outlook comes with 100 gigabytes of storage. So... <laughs> So that was the very first thing I did after kind of after looking at, at it and playing around with all the stuff. Um, actually, that was the second thing I did, I guess. The first thing I did was open um, email and Outlook on my computer because uh, on my desktop computer at home rather than the virtual environment, because just the age of our system, it didn't work. Outlook, um, 20, Outlook 365, I guess, does not look and cannot find exchange active sync emails like that. It's so old that it doesn't work with modern outlook. Like if you go on forums, you can, you can see like with admins help and a bunch of work, you can maybe get it working, but I tried a thousand different things to get it working with outlook and it just never worked. And as soon as this migration was done, I basically hit login, entered my username and password. And it was like, I found your account, uh, Microsoft 365. You're good to go. Everything's loaded in there perfectly. Um, took like five seconds. So <laughs> Right away, I was like, okay, well, now I can add because I, I had had my um, work email in the mail app on Windows 10, which is which is nowhere near um, the functionality of, uh, of Outlook. It was just kind of like, I need to be able to access my email on my desktop. This is how I'm going to do it. Um, in the mail client on iOS, the actual like native mail client, um, everything just updated automatically, like all the settings and stuff. So I just had to re-enter my password um, on Outlook. Um, the actual Outlook app on phones and tablets. Um, it was just a matter of removing that account because it was like an exchange account and re-adding back a Microsoft 365 account. So that worked again flawlessly, perfectly. And now my email, I'm not just having to um, use a cache on the server for my for my work email on my phone, I'm having to deal with like, you know, check the server for more more emails in the past. I can just scroll and it like, it just handles it. It takes care of it. It's amazing. Um, other things. So my calendar in Microsoft teams is now also not a separate copy of my calendar. So if I create a teams event, it actually shows up on my actual outlook calendar. It's just beautiful. Um, yeah, everything is fantastic. And so all this is really done is like, Hey, this was really simple to do. Like I'm not saying it wasn't a lot of work for them, but it has to happen. Like we have to update. So just like, just do it. And so I'm going to keep pushing. Um, I'm part of this technology working group that is doing these kinds of things. So I do have some kind of impetus to say, Hey, listen, this, this worked really well. Um, because some of the pushback that I, that I get from them is, you know, we, we don't want to roll everything out too fast all at once. Um, because like some people are, are not used to it and not, are not familiar with how it works. And I do get that argument. But it's not a long-term argument. It's a very short-term argument for not updating. And especially if people are having issues or want to um, update, they should certainly be allowed to or like encouraged to ask for it and just say, okay, we have a list of all these people. Once the pros of having your email updated and migrated come out and start to become common knowledge, um, all of a sudden the switch is going to flip. And even people, I think, even people who are used to like old bad email are going to have to say, oh, wow, this is really nice. And maybe I should let them do this. Uh, that's yeah. So it's really great. Um, in the episode about updates, the other thing I didn't mention, which I've now found to be true most occasions, 
is that risks and like little things, little hiccups you get into in the process of updating your systems, in the process of migrating to newer technology, all that kind of stuff, is that there are, it's not that there aren't potential risks involved. It's like, do your research, know what the risks are, um, but the benefits are just like, they outweigh the risks so, so much in all of these situations. If they didn't, you wouldn't even be considering doing this. And so like, if you've done your diligence and you've checked out that this is supposed to work and like you run your testing, um, all that stuff, which clearly they have because it's been years. Um, yeah, once you commit to doing an update, once you say, okay, this is what we're going to do, we're going to update this system. And um, it's just a matter of when and it's a matter of like getting it done. It always, 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 always like caveats and hurdles aside, it always ends up being easier than it would have been to keep on the old thing. Like the the technical debt that you are able to slough off completely once you have everything updated is just like a breath of fresh air and it's beyond compare like this i had the same experience so this is the, my experience with this email thing it, it ended up taking a day like honestly if they're if they can do that in batches and it doesn't take like three or four hours one person doing it um there's just no reason not to do it like just just do it all just just like the majority of people, the people who don't use like Outlook apps and all that kind of stuff, they won't even notice that you're making this change. Just do it. Um, do it on a weekend, like pick, pick one weekend and you just migrate everyone's accounts over. You can tell them if you want. I honestly like should tell them. But if you didn't tell them and it was just done, they wouldn't notice. Like nobody would notice. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited about this. I'm going to keep pushing. And um, yeah, the benefits of, of what I got from this push um, are just convincing me that it's the right thing to do. And um, so that's my little story. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope if you're working in the public service, you either get this as kind of like a nice push to say, hey, maybe I should advocate for this kind of stuff at my company, maybe, or my agency, whatever it is. And um, if you're already using modern technology, hopefully you're cheerleading along with me, like, yay, somebody else got to, to update and modernize their technology in government. Um, so anyways, that's all I've got for today. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.